I just think that we have to, everybody has to take a step back and and just be, just take a deep breath and be smart about the decisions that, that you make because one, one false move can change, um, can change the, the outcome of not only your life, but several other people's lives. A lot of times people, these kind of subjects, People just steer, steer, you know, for far too long, we, 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 we avoid a difficult conversation. I'm Todd Dills, back with the Overdrive Radio podcast this week after a couple weeks away from it. We're going to hear today from the man you heard just now at the top, owner operator Rico Muhammad. He's also host of the Weekly Rates and Lanes podcast. You can find that at blogtalkradio.com slash rates. Up top, he was invoking the difficult conversation, quote-unquote, many of us would just prefer to avoid in our day-to-day lives. That's the one about race in America and the historical and present injustices and daily annoyances experienced by black and brown Americans. Muhammad has no small amount of probity on the subject and Given the events of the last weeks, since the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis, one of several other African-American men and women killed in a variety of incidents by police around the country, the coverage of the ongoing movement and response in the trucking trade press has understandably seemed to revolve around practical matters, how to get wind of and navigate around areas where risk of a crowd of people blocking the path is high. There's more to the movement and issues of race in general in trucking, no doubt. And there was something of a personal calculation for me in reaching out to Muhammad, too, given we are both men in our 40s who grew up in the same region of the country, about two hours apart, in places where black and white communities have long and troubled histories uh, in relation to each other, but also where both are large enough to ensure a substantial measure of fraternity between them, definitely in youth, and for many, for life. Separation, however, for many of us from both communities, I know from conversations with old friends back home and elsewhere, from my own experience, only seems to increase into adulthood. With greater levels of empathy and understanding that come with uh, conversation, with deeper involvement in each other's lives, we find at least a small piece of an answer to our unequal treatment problem when it comes to race, policing, and, yeah, the systemic underpinnings of opportunity gaps. We'll get to more of that in a roundabout way and how it all plays out in trucking, so hang on. First, though, given owner-operator Muhammad's been here with us on Overdrive Radio before, an update on his currently one-truck business. Well, as far as trucking is concerned, I have really been somewhat fortunate and blessed. Um, I, 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 I have lost my... I had a consistent, a very consistent backhaul coming back out of... Uh, North Carolina, Tennessee area where I would deliver, excuse yeah. me, I would deliver up in uh, Black Mountain. It was, where, yeah. was my final destination. And I had a couple of, uh, I had a couple of little, uh, pretty consistent backhauls that would, that, that I always had, uh, I always had something to come back down the road with. Now, the fortunate thing for me is my customer, um, I, 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 my direct customer, I, I have a situation where I come empty. It's only like 200 and, 225 miles. I could afford yeah. to come back down the road empty 
and um and it not really just kill me because I, I I get a decent enough rate. I've been able to maintain a decent enough rate with my customer because I don't I don't um I'm consistent. I don't yeah. go I don't go chasing the hot the hot thing when it's produce yeah. season or whatever else. I stay with I stay with my people consistently year round. And so they, there's a certain appreciation that comes with that, and 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 so my consistency has been rewarded by, you know, uh, we we try to work together. My, my rates have not been, uh, they have not tried to come and slash rates on me, and and have not. Uh, I mean, we we gave we gave a little bit of a concession, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't, um, it was not detrimental enough to be like, uh, I can't afford to do this. Right. Um, so the relationship, the, the the that relationship that we nurtured and built, has really insulated me from a lot of the fluctuations that has taken place in the marketplace. And so I, like I say, I'm, I'm I, I count myself blessed and a little bit fortunate because I don't the things that everybody else have been complaining about and have been. Um, worried about i haven't been necessarily affected as much now some right. of my now there have been there has been some reductions and um and i'm I'm not whereas it used to be um I, I would be working maybe three maybe three days a week sometimes it's gone down to two days a week but like i said i i can do decent enough with um with what i've got going on to where it's not i can still um, I may have to sharpen my pencil a little bit, but I can still get done what I need to get done. Yeah. And in terms of kind of giving up on the, on the raid a little bit there, it, there, there is a certain amount of, uh, there has been a certain amount of fuel cost reduction, uh, throughout this, um, though it hasn't right. been all that much really. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. I, I ended up uh, on one of the runs, um, I ended up giving up like a hundred bucks on the run yeah. total. and, and, uh, it's, it's like I say, it's not, it, it hadn't been, uh, critical enough to where, uh, I absolutely had to have that hundred bucks to, in order for it to make sense. Is it, um, coming back, it, are you doing the dead, are you doing the dead heading back, um, uh, routinely now, or is it sometimes you, you've got something coming back, sometimes you don't? So now with my customer, um, okay. I have I have had an opportunity to, to one of my backhauls have kind of picked back up a little bit, but okay. it's not going. It's, but it's not delivering to um, one the normal place that it used to deliver to. Um, okay. the, the, the delivery is going to a um, to a, a public gro- grocery store warehouse. And yeah. if you know anything about grocery store warehouses, it's um, yeah. you know you you you're 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 not getting paid <laughs> attention, or it's or you know um and yeah. and it's and it's hours on end of sitting there waiting, and so it's just yeah. not it's just not um my time is a more more I, I the 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 little bit of money that I could get for for covering that run it's not appealing enough for me to, to sacrifice my time. Yeah. 
And we've talked about that subject uh, in, in great length in the past, and it sounds like little has changed. No, but yeah, very little has changed. <laughs> and that's, that's the biggest thing. Um, but um, that's one of the biggest things that still um, – I don't. I don't know. I, I wish that there would be a better working relationship between um, some brokers. You have you have some very good brokers out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to paint. I don't want to paint all of them with a bad brush. Yep. Um, but the, the, but you do have the you you do have the other ones um, that that are, you know it's. I don't know. They, 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 it's all one way. It's never, it's never, um, it's never a situation where there's a cultivate. It's it's, everything is very transactional. Yeah. So if you know how, you know, if you know that you're in that transactional relationship, you know, it it, it never really is going to, going to improve, unfortunately. Um, Yeah. For for some, it's, for some, it's like there's no opportunity to even really, um, uh, it makes no sense to spend any time uh, trying to cultivate any kind of regular relationship because they just they just going to treat you in that regard. Um, right, yeah. right. It's always going to be one hundred percent give on your end and, and no and no take. Yeah. And so and so that's where some of the you know that that very adversarial uh, relationship comes in where you know everybody's at each other's necks and throats. But I say, you know, if you can, if you can find a good broker, probably not going to be at any of the major broker houses. Um, but if you can find a good, a, a, a decent broker that that that'll work with you, uh, and and that you can um, cultivate that relationship with, by all means, try your best to stick with them. Yeah, by all Take means, the- try to stick with them take the time and, you know, actually get somebody on the phone and do some, do some getting to know people, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, cool. Speaking of brokerages, uh, you told me the other day you were, uh, you were thinking about um, starting some dab- dabbling into brokerage yourself to a degree. Yep. No? Just, just got <laughs> my uh, articles of incorporation back from the state of Georgia. Um, okay. Want to go and apply for my EIN numbers, and uh, we're gonna throw our hat in the ring. I'm gonna try to bring to the market some of the things that I think are missing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to you know I'm gonna try my best to be that um, disruptor, so to speak, and, and try to you know saying try try to make customers understand if you want decent service or good service um you can't you can't keep bending the guys over you got you there's got to be some give and take concern involved yeah and i'll try to you know i'm going to try to try my best to uh be able to speak at it from from both uh from both standpoints you know what i'm saying to actually yeah. try to be a real a real uh a true Third party uh, intermediary, you know what I'm saying? Because that name that, that, that it says so much, but you know, you know, um, the intermediary means that it's that's supposed to be really impartial. Yeah. 
that's supposed to be yeah. able to go back and forth and, and, and adjudicate between the two parties and try to find a fair resolution. And we all know that that's not what happened. It's right there in the language of with how who how brokers talk about truckers and how they talk about shippers. And you know, they, the customer is is of course the shipper, and the, and, and the, the trucker is you know just a truck, right? <laughs> well, we can find we can find that it's like a like like a bus. They another one of those come along every fifteen minutes. What's the name of the company? Do you, are you ready to throw it out there? Uh yeah we um uh, we we, we kind of kept along the lines of uh the company the, the trucking company is Crescent Carriers of course you can't name the same thing uh you run into problems with doing that so we just went with Crescent Logistics LLC why Crescent well <laughs> it's funny you say that I think uh yeah I, I kind of think I know where that comes from but I'm not hundred percent sure go ahead. Well, um, in actuality, um, you know, I, I do practice Islam, um, so okay. and, and and the crescent symbolizes equality, and so that's what the, the crescent is a symbol of equality, um, and so that's one of the reasons why we went with uh, with, with that name in particular, um, right. Because of the meaning behind the, the meaning behind the crescent, uh, uh, the crescent moon is a symbol of equality. Yeah. Also, it happens to be on the South Carolina flag, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the, the, yeah, <laughs> a little, little, little bit of a different meaning, but it's it's in there as well. Right. Why I mentioned that particular flag, deep blue and featuring a palmetto tree with a crescent moon above it, classic coastal scene, basically. Why I brought it up is uh, Rico Muhammad and I both grew up in South Carolina through the 1970s, 80s, and in my case, early 90s under the long shadow of a different flag which flew over the state house in Columbia throughout our youths. When the Confederate flag came down off the Capitol Dome, legislators put it prominently down on a monument on the grounds where it was even more visible. That was removed, and rightfully so in my view, something I wrote about back at the time, uh, back in 2015, in the wake of the white supremacist Dylan Roof's murder of several people at a church down in Charleston. Muhammad's invocation of the Crescent is a symbol of equality, and this nod to our shared background and the fractious and complicated history of South Carolina brought us to the subject we planned to talk through to begin with. What we've seen in the past few weeks um, uh, as this, you've got the, this movement that is not new, uh, but has certainly gained, gained lots of steam um, around the country, and, and you've seen you've seen a lot. I just wondered, you know, what has been your, you know, what what has been your engagement there? What has been your kind of um, uh, reaction to this kind of recent spate of of um, you know, deaths at the hand of police, at the hands of police? Um, you know. Yeah, how, how have you processed all of this and, and, and engaged with it and dealt with it, I guess? It's very unfortunate. Um, it, it's very unfortunate, but it's, it's one of those things where um, it's, it's, it's two Americas that, that oftentimes that, you know, uh, white people don't, they, they you know, they, they, they hate the word white privilege, but there is a certain privilege to being white and it and it should not be that way uh we're supposed okay. to be uh we're supposed to be 
uh, trying to live up to all of the, 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 the things that we say that we stand for. But when, when one part of the society um, has constantly, I mean, um, and this is not, this, this, the situation with, with the history between police and black people, you know, from what I, from what I have studied and from what I, police departments were actually first started out as uh, slave catchers. And, and ever since, the, and so there's always been, so even, even so from all the way back from their, um, from, from the, the inception of the quote unquote police, there's always been uh, this, this rift between uh, black and white as far as how, how police have handled black people. Um, I'm, and, and the thing about it now is that it's not, it can't be just swept under the rug because now everybody has cell phones with cameras. Right. I think Will Smith had the quote that says, uh, racism never went away, it's just being recorded now. Yeah. Um, and, and so people, now you have to, you, you, you can't just say, because before it was always, there was always this, um, there was always this, this, this line that they could say, well, we have to wait for, um, you know, um, that there, there was always seemed to be some kind of company line to, oh, no, let's not rush to judgment and let's wait for all the facts and everything. And, and, and you have, um, have your, your cronies in the police department that, you know, that there, there is this, um, this blue behind this blue shield or whatever they, you know, they stick together and, and mm. they're going to fix it to, they're going to fix it to where, um, there's no, they're not going to be held accountable. And so it's, it's it, sadly, it's become a situation where if you have, a, an unfortunate incident with police, um, it's, it's, you have to be really, really careful. You have to be really, really careful, and you hope and pray that you don't you you you, you don't run into one of those guys just itching to try out. So you know, unfortunately, sometimes it seems like hell. They just itching to try out to just see how uh, um, what's going to happen when they do shoot somebody. A lot of policemen. It's a, it's a tough job. It is a very tough job, but you know that going in when you sign up for that job. And if you are definitely afraid, and and yes, you should be able to go home at the end of your shift. You know, not not, not saying that, but but there is the way that um, now you you know you see all. I'm pretty sure you've seen some videos. That there are videos that are floating around with um, immediately. The, the the black guy see it seems like that there's a real quick trigger finger when it comes to a black person. But then I've seen white people uh, beat police officers up. I mean, I'm like, you know, damn, he's not gonna shoot him. Steal the right. police officer's right. car. I mean, <laughs> and the, the, and there's this reluctance to like, okay, across the board, why is that not handled that way? The disappointment yeah. in this whole thing with having these conversations. Uh, with some people, um, people will try to try to throw out these these statistics, um, which can which can be definitely which are definitely skewed. Um, 
they'll, they'll try to throw out these statistics about um, how how um, how many more white people have actually been killed by police officers, so on and so forth. But black people only make up thirteen percent of society. So if you really right. adjust, if you if you really adjust those percentages and those numbers, it's 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 very very high. It's it's very very skewed and it's very very high. What's the answer? Whoo! Yeah, that 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 may be above my pay grade, but there definitely has to be there has to be change. There has to be change. And one thing that I admire about the 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 youth of today that are protesting, they really seem, um, they really are committed to the cause of actually seeing the change take place. Now there there has to be um, there has to be some there there is some significant changes that are taking place, but there's still a lot more that needs to take place, and it has to be it has to be um, real change. It, it can't be the pacified stuff like I, I the, the 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 thing that Nancy Pelosi and them did with the kneeling with the kente cloths and all that. So that kind of just all right. I just was just like, okay, uh, y'all could have did right. something. Some somebody that was very bad. That was a terrible photo op. Would you characterize what uh, you know what they're looking at in the uh, House of Representatives and in the Senate to one degree or another as uh, like pacification? I mean, these are some very um, these are some kind of uh, I wouldn't call them systemic reforms yeah, of any, by any don't, stretch. Don't, don't but paint, don't paint Black Lives Matter on the street, okay? All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll well, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the con the con- the Congress uh, um, uh, the the bill that's proposed. You know, it, it, banning chokeholds. You know, um, setting up a national registry for uh, police misconduct and those kinds of measures. I mean, those are real things. But um, I mean, are, are we talking about something more um, in terms of of, of change? Um, I think, and I think there's a lot of talk about. I think that definitely but, still has to be more to come. I think that definitely yeah. still has to be more. I think that, I, I, I think that, unfortunately, uh, you know, financial things always seem to always get people's attention, and right. um, whenever, whenever these lawsuits happen, because a lot of times these families get, they do get the goal for wrongful death lawsuits and stuff like that, and the, and the, and the taxpayers of the city. Are the ones that are left on hanging on the bill, you know, fronting the right. bill for for those uh, lawsuits and stuff like that. And I think it should come out of the police pensions. But I think that a, you know, it, a lot of this stuff is starting to really be exposed. A lot of people are starting to expose themselves, show their hands. Um, now you can't change a person's heart. What's in a person's heart is in a person's heart. You know, that's something that's got to be done. Um, you know, in the home, you know, uh, that that's, you know, it is what it is. But now it may be socially unacceptable, but I think everybody, you know what I'm saying? It it feels like behind closed doors, we, it's still, um, right. When people feel safe or whatever and behind closed doors, they still, um, still may harbor or practice or even, um, you know, they carry on with those same traditions that, right. they, that they that they may have come come up with, and I and I and and 
it, it, it is refreshing to see. I've seen different little videos and stuff like where, um, because it, it, in order for it to change, it's nothing that really black people can do. It's, 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 it's going to take, it's going to take white people to see that. Wait a minute. This is really, this, 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 we cannot continue if we, if this is our fellow man that we say um, we all are created equal and, and we have to, we have to be willing to challenge and give up some of our white privilege to, to, to assist in making sure that our black uh, citizens and counterparts or minority counterparts, whether it be black, brown, yellow, or green, have the same, um, you know, the same protections that we have or the same thing, the expectations that we have um, is, is applied right. equally across all boards. And, and, and it's refreshing to see, um, I've seen a little girl was challenging her parents on, you know, they were saying, <laughs> you know, they were saying all the right things, but then they were saying little things and like, and she was like, she was continually challenging everything things that they were saying that was not, that, that was like, wait a minute, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's generous what you're saying, but that's still racist. Right. <laughs> you know, you're kind of painting everybody with a broad brush or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, and it's, I think that it's going to take that. It's going to take, people pushing back and actually uh standing up and being like um it's it's very difficult um because a lot of times people are their experiences and and unless you've had an experience where um you've been in that situation like as a black man um I've had police pull guns on me I'm a big fellow I you know I'm I'm 6 foot right. 4 um I'm about 310 pounds. I'm a pretty big guy. Yeah. So I know I can be intimidated just physically. Being being this size, you know, I I hadn't just gotten this big overnight. I mean, I've always been a, you know, I was a big child. I was a big teenager. Um, yeah. So I I had to I had to learn different ways to kind of soften my not necessarily my appearance but soften my where, where to make people feel comfortable around me because i would understand I, I would pick up that hey they might be a little bit you know it's a little intimidated they might be a little intimidated or something like that and right. um having to uh as a young like i say as a young as a young man and growing up from from adolescence into uh into adulthood it's been um you have to be very conscious of how you how you move the different things right. that you do, making sure that you keep your hands um the the, the different things that you know that you that, that that as a white person you know you just inter yeah. you may interact normally, but we have to be very conscious of everything that we do right and 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 does, and does that come into play ever? Does that come still come into play for you trucking? Uh, I just because you, know, you know you guys uh, encounter uh, officers at Absolutely. Scale House all the time, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 
and sometimes yeah. you know um, you run into those DOT officers that have no personality. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so you have to make a you have, you really have to assess. Okay. Um, you know, just just try to treat everything with respect as much as you can. Yes and no, sir. And um, try to get out of there in one piece as quickly as you possibly can. Um, but yeah, you definitely. Uh, I haven't had a DOT officer pull a gun on me or nothing like that. But I've had, I've had them uh, kind of snap at me. Um, and that may, and, and and he may have just been having a bad day or something like that, but but I've had, I've definitely had, have had him snap at me and, and be a little, um, maybe a little more, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to say aggressive, but maybe, pedantic, um, mm, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And it's when he's and, trying, he's like, basically like talking down to you. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, it, it ain't got it, it doesn't have to be this way. Right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be this way, but but you got the badge, you got the gun, so hey. And I mean I, I know that there's a there's a lot of folks in the trucking audience that uh white and uh, black and white that uh <laughs> that have experienced that too, but uh but yeah, I mean yeah. I, I I get the point, you know. You've you've actually had a police officer pull a gun on you? Several okay. times. Several times. Wow. Like for what? What were you doing? Um. Okay. Well, the very first time that this happened to me, um, we were uh, back in South Carolina. We was at a game room. Um, like all the kids used to go to this little game room. Um, right. And someone got to fighting. Uh, someone got to fighting outside. Of course, they called the police or whatever. And um, so it was a proud of us. And when the police officers and stuff got there, um, they 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 made all they lined they you know kind of out of the movies. They lined us up against the wall. They 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 came they they pulled up fast. And I guess that they didn't know if we were part of the fight or whatever. But they pulled guns and they lined us all up on the walls and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, went through the whole little routine and stuff. And and at, at this time, I'm thir- I'm 13, 14 years old, um, and all my friends were about this age, you know. Um, but it was, um, it was, you know, it, it was kind of like that was my very first. That was my very first time having it happen to me. I've never been in a situation where. Um, I don't think it was justified for a police officer to pull a gun on me. I've, 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 I've never been um, – I had a situation where I, I got arrested once. I've been arrested once in my lifetime. I got arrested when I was like 18 years old. The reason that I got arrested was because um, I was in front of the mall and I was playing my music a little loud. And they, they, they ran my license. They said, well, we got a warrant for your arrest. A warrant for my arrest, and uh, I got arrested. And what come to find out, I had an I had an uh, an aunt that was in an abusive relationship uh, with her husband, and her husband had stole one of my checks out of my. I didn't even know about it. Stole a check from wow. out of one of my checkbooks, 
and, and was and wrote bad wrote a bad check on me. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. I ended up going. I'm, I'm down there at the judge, and I'm like, well, show me this check because I don't even remember writing no check. And I, when they showed me the check, I'm like, oh, we can solve this right now. That ain't even nowhere near my hand, right? <laughs> right. Wow. And I had to. I, I, I too, it's funny. Funny. Uh, I had to get that. Uh, I, I just recently, uh, because I went and applied for my concealed carry permit. And that, that came up. I, I just recently had that permanently removed off my record because at first they wasn't going to give me uh, my concealed carry permit because that was still showing on my... <laughs> right. <laughs> I asked Muhammad about practicalities when it comes to trucking with all that is happening, what we reported on recently, the instances of crowds of protesters entering highways to gain attention, and a couple cases breaking into trailers and or aggressively engaging trucks' drivers. Likewise, some press outlets' willingness to stoke fear with these incidents, not hard to find. He's seen some of this pretty close to home for him in Atlanta, where a little more than a week ago, I-85 through town was blocked by a crowd briefly, and some buildings burned following the police killing of Richard Brooks there. I, I saw the FedEx video with the guy getting drugged, and, and they were breaking into the trailer. I mean, at the end right. of the day. No, those people should not have been broken into that trade. No, they shouldn't. They should not have been there. Um, <clears throat> why do people do those type of things? In, in the heat of the matter, the emotion, um, yeah. you get caught up in a situation, and, and you know they say that uh, looting and all that stuff is is the, is the voice of the oppressed. I mean, if you go back, you know, you look even going back to the Boston Tea Party. I mean, hey, that was you know. <laughs> that was looting. Yeah, that was right. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. you know, people are trying their best to do as much as they can to make sure that their voices get heard. At the end of the day, insurance on all on all this freight, this stuff can you know material things can be replaced. Life cannot. Um. True. I understand wanting to. Hey, I gotta go. I got deadlines to meet. Y'all, they blocking the. Look, it is what it is. It, it, you know what I mean. Um, as far as and what I mean by that is, you are going to risk potentially injuring and harming someone if you don't have a clear path. There's no clip. There's right. no, you know, you know. Okay, it sucks. You know, it's just like if you, if you're on, if you look, we encounter this stuff. We're supposed to be professionals. We encounter this stuff all the time. If something, if they shut down the highway for a fatality, if there's a wreck on on the highway and they shut down, okay, now you're stuck. Okay, now you're in a situation where, okay, somebody might be, have broken your seal. And, hey, document. Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? You you gotta cover. You gotta cover yourself. Document what's right. going on. I would I wouldn't engage as long as I'm not being physically um, attacked or harmed. Right. I would I wouldn't engage the crowd or nothing like that. Hey, okay, they don't broke into the trailer. They don't did what they don't did. I'm I'm, I'm going I'm going to start filming as much as I can. Hopefully, you know I, I have cameras on my truck. Um, I got cameras on my on my both of my mirrors. 
the dash cam. Okay, so I got right. this documented. I'm going to call the authority, let them know what's get. Hey, this is what I'm. So I'm, I'm documenting and getting myself covered. Um, right. But that's what that. But that's what the insurance is for. That's what you pay insurance for. No, you may not want to file a claim. Yeah, I know all that stuff is a headache. But at the end of the day, um, this is the environment. This is the climate that we're living in. Um, I just think that we have to. Everybody has to take a step back and and just be just take a deep breath and be smart about the decisions that that you make because one one false move can change um can change the the outcome of not only your life but several other people's lives and right. so i just think that we have to be a lot more aware a lot more conscious of those decisions now you know every action has an opposite and equal reaction it's it's hard i can't i cannot sit here and justify um you know the 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 things that that people are doing out there um when it comes to the looting and stuff like that but like i said the the emotion of the matter is people are just people are damn tired they fed up yeah they're fed up and 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 if it takes this and and apparently it does if it takes this to get the attention that it deserves because this this thing has this has been this whole situation has been totally different than anything in the past. Uh, this has been sustained. This right. has not been one of those things where, um, you know, it get hot for a minute and and I think that it's because we, you you don't even have really you don't even have time from one incident to the next. With with social media being what it is, um, all of these incidents taking place, yeah. it's like damn. They're just stacking one on top of the other, and they're every and they're everywhere. They're just not. They're not just in one region. They're all across the country. Right. Yeah. And you finally are starting to see some, at least here in Atlanta, um, you're starting to see some situations to where police officers are being held accountable. It's not just, um, cause like I say, a lot of this stuff is being filmed. So it's not just like with the two college children that they snatched out of the cars and, and you know, with those officers, though, all those officers being fired and, and charges are being pressed against them. Um, but, but for far too long, you know, even like with the incidents up in Buffalo with the with the the elderly gentleman that they 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 push the guy down, he falls back and cracks. His, I mean, they could have killed that guy. It's just been like police officers just think that they are above the law. They are above the they the the law that they're supposed to be protecting us from and 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 enforcing. They seem to be the main violators of. And now it's 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 getting to a point where, like I say, they they have to be held accountable. There needs to be there definitely needs to be like some some uh, um, judicial boards that that review these things um, and not not know uh, an independent uh, yeah, like independent review grand, system. I don't yeah. like those grand juries and stuff where nobody knows who's on the grand jury and all. I I don't like that type of situation because for far too often th th those things can those things can be 
you got you got like a prosecutor that's you know the police are his or her best friends when he's exactly. when she's trying another they, they, case and yeah like yeah. they work yeah. together day in and day out so you know yeah. hey I understand that there's a relationship there but you know yeah. uh, the the lady justice is supposed to have on that blindfold weighing right. those scales equally and and that just doesn't seem to be the case. A big thanks to Rico for his perspective and next week a little more about how these issues have impacted his trucking life and how we all might just get to a better place in our cultures and societies and some of the barriers to jump toward that. A lot of times people these kind of subjects people just steer steer you know for far too long we we we, we avoid a difficult conversation. Stay pro out there.